and welcome once again to another episode of our podcast could be your life my name is caroline i'm jeff and it's still you know what america may be in its death throes but new metal month rolls (laughs) on it continues we will uh, not be deterred and because it is new metal month we still have an honored guest with us and that man is andrew I was afraid it'd be Donald Trump. I thought this would be his first <laughs> radio appearance uh, since inaug- his election. But his Link to Pop was huge. <laughs> Up until midnight to or minutes to midnight, that was a disaster. Sad. Then the <laughs> would break again. Lincoln Park make- was a great new metal band until minutes to midnight. Sad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that guy is our band. president. Yeah. Woo! Uh, have I told you? Have I talked on the podcast about my um, my idea for a Sinbad comeback vehicle? Uh, First kid too. Uh, similar. <laughs> uh, I was gonna call it President DUI. And <laughs> it's about uh, Sinbad plays a guy who is maybe like. I haven't decided what his what his civilian career is. Maybe like a retired ball player or something. Like he's a retired baseball player or whatever. He runs for president as a bet, and he doesn't think it's going to get as far as it does. And he gets elected. He doesn't he doesn't do anything like super heinous because I do want it to be a comedy. But he keeps trying to do things to get himself impeached. But everyone loves him, and so it just becomes like it becomes this escalating thing of him trying to get himself impeached. But everybody loves him, and then at the end of the movie, he realizes that he needs to take uh, the office of the presidency seriously, <laughs> and he brings America together under the glorious banner of socialist revolution. And it's and great. It's in bed. And it's in bed. It's <laughs> president. Uh, it's president DUI, and uh, you shall look for it. I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're here today to talk about Lincoln Park. Yeah. Who? I don't know. Let's talk about this movie some more. <laughs> <laughs> you got a spec uh, script worked out? No, but I do have a, a screenwriting program on my computer that's been gathering dust uh-huh. because I did take screenwriting classes because I was a film minor in college. What's up? Which you can see where What's that's going to be. What now, Andrew? Uh-oh. Andrew lives in a stupid place where his internet is bad. What's a yeah, it's called Canada. Program. You need an application for it, huh? Yeah. Well, no, like a like a like a computer yeah. application, and it ju- it basically it just does all the formatting stuff for you because there's like specific uh like formats for screenwriting, and it just does it for you because it's easier that way. It's good stuff. So there you have it. So there you go. 
so yeah we're we're here to talk about lincoln park uh lincoln park was not a good band and they're still not a good band no they're not i object to this okay andrew says lincoln park is a good band (laughs) yes and they're a good bit you 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 said before that new metal is noise rock made for idiots first of all they think probably really has one new metal album the hybrid theory yeah, that's really their only new metal. Record. What about what, what about you, Meteora? Yeah, what would you call it, that? There, there's elements of it there, but there they definitely started to branch out into other stuff. Well, after but, Meteora, definitely. But uh, I mean, I wouldn't. That's well, a solid new metal. Eh, well, I, I guess I'm a purist. I I, I'm, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, I I don't. I don't even know if Linkin Park deserves to be called new metal because uh, sounds like you're the purist. Maybe I am. Here's the thing: <laughs> Linkin Park is not. They're not manly enough to be new metal. Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? I do what? know what you're saying, but as <laughs> but as somebody who uh, like cares about feminism. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just saying, we need to make no, new metal great again. <laughs> uh, we can't I'm be... to keep from crying. <laughs> no, uh... I, I just, um, like, Linkin Park, their music is so... They're a boy band, basically. Yeah, they, no, they, they are. No, they really are. And, like, but I want to be very good. clear with this, because I think a lot of people... Like, think that New Metal Month is all nostalgia. Linkin Park is the band that I should feel the most nostalgic for because they were my favorite band mm-hmm. as when I was, like, 10, 11. Sure. And uh, I re-listened to Hybrid Theory a few years, like, five or six years ago, and I did not like it then. I do feel like some nostalgia for that album but it's not a good album and listening to these albums again this week they're not a good band and like i had such a good time listening to limp biscuit which was a band that i really didn't <laughs> super like a lot at the time well, limp biscuit. yeah <clears throat> but this band just no it just didn't they just don't do it for, they're just not good they're not fun there's, we'll talk. There's a lot I have to say about Linkin Park. <laughs> these these guys really are stupid. They, they are fucking they are stupid moron. in and, such and a weird it's way. Di- it's different from the Lint Biscuit kind of stupid because I don't think Lint Biscuit ever got the idea that they were like really intellectual or right. saying something profound. Lincoln Park is so earnestly stupid. <laughs> they think that they are saying some amazing shit that you're going to relate to. And it's like, I mean, dude, you're like 30 years old. What the fuck? And the thing is so crazy to me is, is like uh, new metal. A lot of it, like, especially if you look at a band like horn, like it's, it is about, you could argue about whether it's effective at this or not, but it is about articulating like pain and people that have wronged you and stuff like that. And right. Lincoln Park tries to do that, but it's so it's so generic. Yes, yes. That it's, There's no. It's, it's not specific. About yes, anything. it is such non-specific angst that Lincoln yeah, Park is just, like throwing at us. Like here. it's not like it. It tells me nothing about the people in the band, and I'm not saying that I think that. Like, 
I don't think that lyrics need to be autobiographical, but like a band's lyrics and a band's musical style does tell me something about like their point of view sure. and about like, you know, and like a, a specific idea about what they're trying to convey. And Linkin Park, I don't get that at all. I just get like, it feels like it was extru- it was extruded from like some sort of machine. Like it's really, really strange. It's like a boy band. <laughs> it is very much like a boy band. But that's why they're good. Mm. Okay, but they're yeah. not fun. They're not fun the way that like listen, you put Backstreet's back on at a party <laughs> of like twenty five year old women. And we're gonna go fucking crazy. To to be fair, I think if like you throw on like crawling or in the end or oh, something, crawling you, is a jam. you will get a group sing along. Absolutely, and, like, crawling yeah. is a jam for real. Well, uh, I I think Hybrid Theory in particular, it's in term. If you, you don't look at it as like a new metal album, where you look at it as like basically a boy band album with slightly heavy guitars. At sometimes, I, there's it's really really good. Whatever they taste the pop aesthetic, I, 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 I it's it's good. I don't know. See, I I think almost everything about Linkin Park is bad. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like, okay, let's start with Mike Shinoda. What? He's so bad. Mike Shinoda may well be the worst rapper of all time. He's just talking. <laughs> like, I I realize that's a grandiose statement to make. But I just I can't think of anyone who has so little charisma, like so little personality, uh, so little flow even. I mean, like it's so weird. He's just this super boring guy with a super boring voice and super boring lyrics, and I hate him. And uh, (laughs) like he sucks. (laughs) And and, fucking hate this guy. And Chester, like you know, he's got an okay scream. But like, anytime he's singing, like he's just this sad he's, sack. Like he does sound like he should be in a boy band. Like he could yeah. be like the edgy guy in a boy band. Oh yeah, he's the AJ of new metal. <laughs> <laughs> AJ. Or the, um, the Chris. Chris Patrick. <laughs> the Chris. He's <laughs> Yeah, this he's a little he's a little tougher than the others. <laughs> no, but he would be like the really hard guy. In in like ninety eight degrees, right? <laughs> um, but also like their their electronic textures are like cheesy as shit. Yeah, they uh, aged really poorly. They did, uh, uh, dude. Uh, the guitars, the way the guitars the guitars sound like shit. On, they on, sound on like the first they sound albums. like a like keyboard texture. Yes. Yeah. It's just this like gross, like grayish brown, like tone that just it's they sound like shit. And and their songwriting is they, they're a bad songwriter. Yeah, <laughs> they're a bad they're really... It's the most like I said, they're stupid. These guys are idiots. Formulaic music, like yeah, you know, quiet verses, loud right. chorus. You get these like mournful, like electronic textures. And then you, these loud screaming choruses with these shitty guitars, and like, I swear every, I swear even like the chord progression is the same in every song. It you know feels I mean? like it, yeah. Like it oh, probably yeah. isn't exactly, but like it, it, 
it feels that way. They write these really like, you know, huge emotional like chord pro- like obvious chord progressions. You know. Right. Yeah, definitely. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. But, but they're not. They're, stu- they're not stupid they're in a fun, fun way. Oh yes, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> they're. they're- so- I feel a lot of secondhand embarrassment for these guys because yeah. it's like I can't believe that they actually did this and thought, "All right, I'm saying something meaningful here." But that's part of why I think this is so good because it's just the dumbest. It's it's maybe the dumbest music ever recorded. Maybe dumber than like. Uh, Maybe dumber than Lip Biscuit. Maybe dumber I think than du- I think they're dumber than Lip Biscuit because I I think I think the fact that Linkin Park has these like pretensions makes them dumber than Lip Biscuit. <laughs> That's Absolutely. probably true. But, but I mean, uh, as as stupid and from the lake as mostly you're, you're, on hybrid theory and as, and scattered throughout their other records records they have some pretty good songs um i guess i mean look i'm not immune to uh, lincoln park entirely i i mean i mean who could be well look they write these like huge soaring hooks you know like just these big gigantic courses and 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 like that is i think where their popularity came from basically is that like they were extremely melodramatic and and melodic and um they're anthemic too they make you want to scream along with all their courses because they put such emphasis on them and whenever you're like 11 years old that's the shit (laughs) oh god yeah (laughs) so so andrew do you have like a history with lincoln park uh, hybrid theory was it was kind of like and it was the only new metal album that i actually like owned like i had different corn songs and stuff like that but yeah this is the only new metal album that i owned that's actually and, uh, very similar to me right yeah and i thought it was really really cool for like a year but then i th- i'm guessing maybe six or seven months later is whenever I got into punk rock and I just completely skipped by all this other stuff. But uh, for a good six months, I was pretty into Linkin Park. Man, and I mean, so much cooler than me because I was into Linkin Park hard for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, you know, like everybody growing up in the uh, 2000s, like whenever Meteora came out, you know, I heard all those goddamn songs all over the place. Whenever Collision Course came out, I had oh encore and numb like three times a fucking day. <laughs> I have so much to say about Collision Course. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I remember in my teenage phase, like I think we all did in our teen, I, I found like these melodramatic kind of lyrics extremely funny. So th- this was a bit of a, you know, Lincoln Park were a bit of a punching bag for me. Uh, in terms of how how I was shaping my identity as a person who likes music, because as a teenager, you know, you latch your identity. Anything you're interested, you latch your whole identity to it. Sure. So Lincoln Park was kind of the anti music for a time, but you know, then I grew up and embraced how much I love all this stupid music, and I think they're a really good band in the worst possible way. Mm. Sure. What about y'all? 
Uh, they were my favorite band for a couple of years. I thought they were great. Um, I felt like they really understood me. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. They understand everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. When you cast that <laughs> wide of a net. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. The lyrics are so generic that you can just apply it to any situation in your life, pretty much. Exactly. And that's what's so fucking crazy. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I was a pretty angsty, like, pre-teen. Because, uh, yep. like, I was start- like, I started to have panic attacks when I was, like, 10 or 11. And so that, that makes you a little high strong and angsty sure. uh which is what which is whatever but that's how it is uh yeah and i took them very seriously i thought that they really understood me i thought that like they rocked super hard <laughs> they um, this was the hardest shit this is it, the hardest shit ever before. it was the hardest shit i could possibly fucking imagine uh yeah and then I think finally when I was like 14 and I started getting into like the Ramones or whatever, I let Linkin Park go. Mm-hmm. I put away childish things. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and then I like didn't think about them for a long time. And then like five or six years ago, I revisited them and I was could only have been disappointed. Uh, and that's kind of used. Yeah, that's kind of my... Well, I was amused, but I... Uh, <laughs> but it, it wasn't... It, it was an enlightening experience, but I didn't think that... They didn't hold up for me. Jeff, were you an angsty teen? Did you identify with Linkin Park like oh, Caroline sure. and I did? I mean, I had hybrid theory like everybody else in the world. Yep. Diamond, uh, baby! Diamond! <laughs> it's a diamond-selling album. Ten million. Yep. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, I had hybrid theory. Uh, I mean, you know, put on crawling and I'll sing along. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but, like, like uh, I think even by the time Meteora came around, which was four years after hybrid theory. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was, I got it when it came out. I got uh, Meteora, like, when it came out and was super into it. Yeah. Uh, I think even by that time, I had sort of... Uh, you know, like I said last time, I, I had gotten into, like, the Pixies and Radiohead and shit, and I thought I was above this stuff. So Jeff and I uh, were just really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, uh, my my main memory of Linkin Park is just they were huge. Oh, yeah. Enormous. Like, I, I you think... You couldn't escape them. They had to have been the biggest band of the new metal movement, probably. Yes. Like, uh, One of the biggest bands of the last of the 2000s, period. And and I think like, uh, you know, peak era, like 2003, 2004 after Meteora, uh, it was like every third song on rock radio was Linkin Park. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember this distinctly. Like, it was just... <laughs> Or the and then it was. You know what I think is really interesting huh. is I feel like a few years ago, the um, like the the meme song for like generic angst was crawling, and then it changed very suddenly to um, 
bring me to life. <laughs> I th- that shift is very interesting to me. That was like really indicative of changing times. Sure. Um, but yeah, by the time Meteora came out, media, like, yeah. I, I had I had completely evolved into a condescending prick. Oh, so sure. I, you know, I I made fun of people that liked Lincoln Park and Why you? and and everyone liked Lincoln Park. So right. like, I actually had like. A little reputation as being like, oh, that's the guy that doesn't like Lincoln Park <laughs> at, We're at my high school. At your high school, <laughs> I, I remember um, my girlfriend at the time. She had this friend that was super into Lincoln Park, and he would call me the LP hater. Like, that's, that's, that's like, well, you can go and hang out with the LP hater. Sick uh, burn. That was me. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> Can I ask, Jeff, do you think huh. you really ever grew out of, like, looking down on... Yeah. Uh, sh- sure. I mean, uh... <laughs> I mean, I still basically believe I have the best taste, but... Oh, of course. Uh, Everybody does. But, I mean, I don't... I mean, I'm a condescending prick on this show, just because I'm trying to get laughs, you know, but... Yeah, uh, you're playing the the Jeff character. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. But, but I mean, I... I... I don't. I don't think I genuinely look down on people for liking shitty music. I mean, if if life's, I did, if that's the case, you wouldn't be you friends know? with me or Caroline. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Especially you. Uh, <laughs> um. But but yeah, and uh, I don't know. I don't think I ever quite had the attachment to them that I did to Limp and Corn, though. Uh. Maybe it's because Lincoln Park. You, you were a boy. Yeah, exactly. You were maybe, a man. Maybe you a know? manly man. They were they were too girly for me. Lincoln Park. Like is this is uh, it's very sensitive music. They were very girly, and it's interesting to me to to me uh to look to look at it, and and I don't say this in a way that's like condescending to girls' musical taste, but I'm saying this because I was a girl, uh, like. None of them were cute, <laughs> which I find interesting. And that was not, so, I do not remember, like, I remember people wanting to, wanting to make out with Jonathan Davis, but I don't remember that with, like, anybody in Lincoln Park. Chester? No, I mean, no, no one was into Chester? I mean, I mean, people must have been, but it was not something that I saw. It could have been I was, like, just too young. I was, like, just in that, like, pre... Do you remember people wanting to fuck Fred Durst? No, I think... See, Fred Durst was a little dangerous for my age. (laughs) Okay. Like, I feel like if I had been in high school at the time, I would have remembered, like, people wanting to fuck Fred Durst. But, like, I was... was Dangerous. I was, like, 10, 11. Nobody wanted to fuck anybody. We just wanted to kiss, okay? We wanted to hold hands. Sure. We wanted somebody to tell us that we were pretty and that they liked us. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I don't remember any of that with printers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's get into these albums then, unless we yes. have any more general statements on Lincoln Park. No, I want to, I want to dig in. All right. So Hybrid Theory then. Uh, Hybrid Theory is definitely the best of these albums. I, I would say that, too, and I would say there's not a bad song on this album. <laughs> uh, I'm saying it. All right. Now, here's what I'll say about Hybrid Theory is, like, Hybrid Theory is very consistent because all the songs sound the same. Oh, yeah. There's, and, like, no difference between any of these fucking songs. 
And furthermore, like, it gives you exactly what the fuck you're looking for, if that's what you're looking for. Mm. Fuck yeah, nobody understands me. I hate everything. I'm yeah. gonna run away. I'm fucking 35 and I'm singing about <laughs> running away, shutting the door, opening up my fucking mind. It's like, I've been wrapping my mind around this for years. Like, whenever you're Chester's age, it's not called running away. It's called moving. <laughs> you're moving away. You're not running away. Yeah, you're yeah, you're like getting a new job. <laughs> exactly. You're not shutting the door and opening up your mind. You're like starting a new life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, the, I, I would maybe story. argue uh, that Meteora is a scotch better, actually. Oh, fuck that scotch. Think of it is possibly possibly, <laughs> but Meteora does not give me what I want. Like what, what no? No, even me saying that I don't think Hybrid Theory is that good of an album, sometimes you just gotta hear it. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you just gotta hear In the End. You gotta hear Forgotten. You gotta hear Crawling a million times. Clo- sometimes I'm one step closer to the edge. <laughs> and you know what happens. You know, here's another thing about Linkin Park and uh, how they were, you know, for women. Uh <laughs> I, I apologize to all the women listening. Uh, I, I, I am going to be casually sexist. I, I noticed that every time I'm on this show, sexism comes into play somehow. Which is really interesting because I do not consider either of you to be very sexist men. I mean, we're just well. like slamming our dicks together right now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, and that's another thing about Linkin Park, though, is that they were... Um, at least on these first two albums, they're very nice. They're very nice boys on these yeah, first two my albums. My mom like, was uh, very much okay with me listening <laughs> to Linkin Park. Right. Like, there's she no. She didn't like them, but she was, like, cool with it. I don't think there's any swears on these first couple albums. Nope. There, there's a few that uh, pop up on the later <laughs> ones, but, uh, but there's not an F bomb to be found. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's not new metal. You gotta, like, needlessly say fuck a whole bunch of times. Or oh, yeah. Even do right. It. If you're not in a guitar breakdown just going, fuck, I mean, it's not new metal. Right. But I would again, be a badass if you don't say fuck? Yeah. credence to the idea that Linkin Park, from the get-go, were always supposed to be the boy band new metal. Right. Um... <laughs> And, uh, but, and that's another funny thing is like One Step Closer is the first song that I remember like oh, yeah. being a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I always thought the line for the longest time, I thought the line was, I need a little room to pray. I did too. And I, I thought Linkin Park was time. like a Creed esque pseudo Christian yeah. band. <laughs> uh, which I guess they aren't, but. No, they're not. <laughs> but. I definitely understand. Mm-hmm. I think um, Evanescence was the pseudo Christian. They, they were, band. yeah. They had like overtones of, uh, or undertones maybe. Yeah, like I like by the time Evanescence came along, I was over it. Mm. But I I definitely feel like churchy kids at my middle school liked um liked Evanescence. Mm. They were all about my immortal and bring me back to life and all that and that jazz. Right. Well, they've got that very like Catholic kind of gothiness to them, you know. Oh, they're not cool enough to be <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> so anyway, back to hybrid theory. But yeah, yes. hybrid theory. The fucking, uh, fucking awesome album. Hybrid theory fucking rules. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it's 
the song. I don't know why. I, I don't even know why I said that because I just spent all this time. <laughs> like song for, I think song for song, they are all similar, but they're all really good. They hit those sweet spots you want a band like Linkin Park to hit. They just do it over and over and over again. Mm. I can listen to this album a lot. It is I short. Probably listen, yeah. <clears throat> I'll give them that. Yeah, it's not like other new metal bands where they had to cram everything into what they could fit on a CD. Let's fill this entire CD. Right, yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, (laughs) you gotta love just screaming along to crawling, man. There's few things in life are more enjoyable. that crawling is the best song on this album crawling is Uh-oh. the best song that they ever did that's probably no true. no i think in the end is better i think no is no better. oh I no with in the end is it's better. not better you in know the why it's fucking great do you know why in the end why? is not better why mike shinoda that is yep. why. <laughs> Dude, Look, I... on crawling you only get like the hilarious interjection you know <laughs> Without a sense of confidence, I'm convinced that it's just too much pressure to take. And, like, just just that, like, that's the thing. That's the amount of Mike Shinoda I can handle in one song. It's just, yeah. like, him. I also like the caught in the yawned toe, just caught in the yawned toe. On uh, but, like, that's, that's all we need from Mike Shinoda. We certainly do not need Mike Shinoda doing entire verses oh, on fucking songs. And that's oh. why In the End is a bad song. In the end is great. Uh, no, I it sucks. I hate it, I honestly. Love in the end. I can listen to In the End over and over and over again <laughs> and be happy as a fucking log. Well, you do that, then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, With You, I think, is a better song than Crawling. It's got production by the Dust Brothers of uh, Paul's Boutique fame and yeah. Odelais. Yeah. It doesn't have any of that, like, you know any of the fun of Paul's Boutique or Odelay or any of the personality. <laughs> oh, and uh, what else is on this song? There's Cure for the Itch, their token, you know, oh, yeah. instrumental well, They track. show off their DJ skills. Yes, uh, <laughs> Joe Hahn. Uh, I remember liking his stylings a lot back <clears throat> then because that was the only sort of, like, 
exposure I had to that particular style, so I thought it was the only great. Exposure to hip hop, you had. right? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, honestly, yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? Um, well, if you grow think... up in a family that like. I grew up in a very, like I grew up in a very white town. Right. Well, right. well right, but, but hold on. When did you move to North Carolina? Uh like tw- I was 12. But you were into Lincoln like if you go anywhere in North Carolina back in the day, I mean, you couldn't escape any sort of hip hop music. No, I know. Once I moved once I moved, I oh. became more aware of it. I mean, I was aware of hip hop. I would just had the very distinct like <laughs> Oh, this like this isn't for me, so I just kind of ignored it, which was stupid because there was so much good hip hop at the time. Right. Well, my but, parents like hated hip hop also. Right. Mine so, too. Like it well, didn't yeah. filter down to me. Mine did too. They were white, but I mean, uh, but that didn't stop me from listening to hip hop music. I guess I I just had very little exposure to it for the most right. part. Right. That was the same until, thing. Until uh. Like, I got a little older, and, like, I met other people that did listen to it. Yeah, and, like, after, like, in high school, when I finally listened to, like, 36 Chambers, and I was, like, because I think that was every, every, like, every rock nerd's first hip-hop album was 36 Chambers, I think. (laughs) I can't wait for that album to be taken down a peg. It's a good album, but seriously. I I definitely think, like, I definitely, like, my favorite Wu-Tang related album is um, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man's good. Iron Man is so good. I love that album it's so much. Great. It's I mean, uh, Ghostface is no Mike Shinoda, but I mean. Well, well. 36 Chambers, look, you can say that 36 Chambers is maybe, you know, a little overrated, but like. But it's also undeniably great. It's, yeah, like, it just sounds so classic to me when I listen to it. Like, it just. It's so good. It is so good, man. I, I, I could be happy never hearing another note from that album as long as I And yet you want to listen to fucking In the End over <laughs> and over again. Hell yeah. I'd much rather listen to In the End over and over again than Cream one more time. Oh, man. That is crazy. That is, that is insane. It's a boneheaded, stupid pop song, and that's what I like. All okay, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that 36 <laughs> Chambers is too smart for you. <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? Well, dumb hip hop is normally better than smart hip hop too, but that's another argument altogether. Sure, uh, they both have their place. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just that there's a lot more dumb hip hop, so there's a lot more good music. To I mean, sa- same with rock music. I, there are. There are good examples of smart and stupid rock music that are transcendent. Yep, that's true. That's true. So, that's beautiful. Exactly. But yeah, this album's good. Everybody should listen to it. Everybody probably has if you're Yeah, like, like if <laughs> if you haven't heard if you have not heard Hybrid Theory, I have to imagine that you were born like after 2000. Like <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be very very young to have not heard hybrid theory yeah um or possibly like you're older like if you're older than us and i do know that we have some older fans as well like maybe you haven't heard <laughs> it but you were you were, you were at least exposed to it yeah i can't believe you think in the end is better than crawling yeah that's fucking crazy dude in the end is they're both undeniable songs to me 
I'd probably take Runaway over Crawling too. Oh God. And, uh, Forgotten. I think I said that before. You yeah. you love Forgotten, dude. <laughs> Forgotten's a great fucking song. Love that song. <laughs> what about One Step Closer? That's a weak single from this album. I would probably agree, actually. It's a lot uh, of fun, though. It is fun. I think every on song the... on this record is really fun. Like, and they're all the lyrics are all so stupid. I love singing them all the time. Shut up! What I'm talking to you. <laughs> There's fucking uh, scratches in the middle too. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking best. (laughs) Never trust a rock band with a DJ, honestly. I mean, unless unless (laughs) yeah, unless it was DJ Lethal from House of Pain. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh man, that's that's something to note. Is three of the four bands we're going to be talking about this month have DJs in them? So uh, so get ready. Yeah. Ready for some mad scratching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dude, you know what song is hilarious? Paper Cut. Paper Cut Lucky is hilarious. Man. Paper Cut is hilarious. The hilarious. sun goes down. <laughs> it's I like feel a the light betray me. I know every word of this <laughs> My favorite part is the whisper. He watches everything. Yep. <laughs> Fucking best. <laughs> and um beneath the skin. I yeah. fucking love Mike Shinoda's rap. It is the intro for points of authority. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my oh, <laughs> Cover up your face, you can't run the pace, the pace too Force fast, you just won't you out of the frame. <laughs> oh god, it's I love so that. much like like okay, um I went to England a few years ago and I was just walking around, and there was this, like, white rapper guy, and he, and, like, he was just, he was doing his thing, and just every, there were tons of people just standing around, like, making fun of him, and I kind of felt bad, but, like, he kind of deserved it. Right, you'd be the secondhand embarrassment that we feel for Mike Shinoda whenever we hear him rap on this album. Sure. But that guy reminded me a lot of Mike Shinoda because it is kind of, like he is kind of just talking. Did you guys ever hear that solo album he did, Fort Minor? Fort Minor. I remember the, the one single from that. Yes. Uh, but I never listened to the actual album. I listened to it whenever I was a teenager. It's not good. <laughs> no. It's not good at all. You're telling me a Mike Shinoda solo <laughs> album is not good? That's right. You heard it here first. I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, here, this is like the dumbest fun you can possibly have. So Uh, if you like things that sound like shit, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) A a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you want to listen to something that sounds like shit, but it's fun to sing along to. And, you know, you can just kind of enjoy it. You don't have to think about it. It's nice. You know, you know what's the real problem with Linkin Park is that they do not have a West Borland on their side. No, their guitar playing That's... sucks. It's yeah. so bad. It's it just it it has no personality at no. all. No. This and like it, it literally does sound like like a keyboard texture, like a cheap Casio keyboard on like an electric guitar setting, is what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, record level record label bigwigs got together and said, "This is a new metal thing. This is gonna be really b- big." And then they just took little samples from 
like you said, from like a keyboard or something, and they made a whole album out of it. That's what this whole album sounds like. Well, didn't yeah. they call themselves Linkin Park because they wanted to be right after Limp Biscuit in like CD shelves and shit? <laughs> I don't know, but that's amazing if that's the case. It was something like that. <laughs> they changed the spelling, I think, to get a oh, website domain. Um. I do really? know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they spelled they it. Were that called, way. They yes. were called. They spelled it the uh, like proper way originally, but they realized that they like couldn't get the domain name, so they changed it. That's that is funny. such a two thousands thing, right there. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I had to change the fucking band name, the spelling of it, to get a domain. <laughs> That's beautiful. See, everything about this band is hilarious. How can you guys not like this band? Um, it's it's just not good enough, or it's just not hilarious enough. It's not fun enough. Right? It's dour too. Yeah. Like it's stupid, but it's dour music. Oh, you guys! It's yeah, like being poked with a wet noodle listening to Lincoln Park. Like I just, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, so how about Meteora then? Uh, not as good as Hybrid Theory. I mean, it's basically the same, isn't it? There's, there's a, there's a sick flute sample on this one, pal. <laughs> Hell yeah, there is. It's like I was listening to Jethro Tull for a minute. I'm uh, really excited. I don't know. I, 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 feel like Meteora is slightly like tighter than than Hybrid Theory is. Like, like it's a little, it's a little boosted, you know? Fucking Maybe. like. Uh, don't stay. It kind of throws you right in, you know. Get our memories, forget our possibility. Exactly. I feel like the first half of this album is really not so good. Really? Yeah, like so, that's, like, that's where all the best songs are. Um, no, I I actually agree. Uh, I think that the second half is better. What? The best the best song on this album is Breaking the Habit. Breaking the Habit's a fucking great song. Like even. Forget Linkin Park standards. I think Breaking the Habit is this a legitimately really good song. Yeah, Breaking the Habit's all right. Um, I also love the line, I don't know what's worth fighting for or why I have to scream. <laughs> Again, that's so like maddeningly generic. Right. It is, it is. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know either. Like, it feels almost like exploitative in a way. Like, like I know that a lot of, like, I think the numb video was like about a girl who cut herself or something, and it felt very like exploitative. Like Linkin Park were like ticking all the boxes of like, all right, here's here's what these vultures want. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was weird to me. Yeah, I can't really think of another song that sounds like Breaking the Habit. It's very interesting. It's like a ballad, but it's really fast. It's got those really fast kind of drums. It's it is the... breaking the habit is refreshing. Uh, yeah. On the course because it's, you know, it's not like a Lincoln Park song. Right. It's not like every other Lincoln Park song. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, I, I can't uh, I can't agree that the second half of this is better. I, I think it's it's pretty well stacked in the first half. You got a. Uh, you got Don't Stay, you got Somewhere I Belong. Somewhere I Belong sucks. <laughs> Somewhere I Belong is, it's alright. It's not that. It's it better than Faint, which is the other single that I remember was huge from this album. But uh, it's not that great. It, it's, yeah. It stinks. Lying From You is I'm, probably the best song. I'm astonished to hear you all say this. I, I think Somewhere I Belong is one of their best singles. 
Well, come on, that little that little guitar part in the beginning, the look. No. On man, that doesn't just like make you want to throw your fist in the air. Nah. Of course, makes me want to throw my fist in the air. It makes me want to throw my fist at like my uh, CD Walkman that I listen to this on. Admittedly, it does have the Mike Shinoda problem. Yes, it does. So you know that's not good. But you know, uh, song that is chorus, really terrible. Huh? Is uh, easier to run. Oh yeah. Easier to run is it's not very good. It's so bad, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I I think the stretch from breaking the habit to numb is pretty damn solid. Nobody's uh, listening. It's got that flute sample. Nobody's yeah. listening is hilarious. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> that is a bad song. But it, I, it was fun because it's so bad. I think it foreshadowed my love of Jethro Tull. <laughs> the flute sample. Yeah, hell yeah. It's like um, <laughs> that fucking flute song on stand up. Yeah, but also- I told you everything loud and clear. Oh, yeah. What about Lying from You? Uh, it's- Lying from You is all right. It's pretty good. And that's that's another like big chorus though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanna be pushed aside, so let me go. And that and that's got hilarious Mike Shinoda's you yeah, know popping off. The back. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Mike Shinoda's fun because he's so bad. Come on. No, no turning back now. <laughs> Like, he has no flow at all. Ah, he's the worst. No. To me. It's awful. And, like, that he got to work with, like, pretty respected hip-hop people. Yeah. Ban him from music, in my opinion. Yeah. He's so bad, dude. I pretend everything is what I want it to be I look exactly like what you had always wanted to see When I pretend I can forget about the criminal I am Stealing second after second just cause I know I can But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay I'm just trying to bend the truth I can't pretend I'm who you want me to be So I'm Session is the superior of her turntable tracks, I think. I would I agree with that. I think session is like the drum not... sound on session is wonderful. Um and Numb is <laughs> undeniable. Numb. Numb is uh Yeah. Not... I'll give it to you. Numb it's is not right. as good it's you not as good as curling, but what could be? No. Caught no, no, to toe, just caught <laughs> toe. <laughs> like it, it's like he's reading it from a fucking cue card. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, honestly, uh, what about Faint, which I, I think is one of their worst singles? On oh, I agree. Faint fucking blows. Faint sucks. That probably was on like 
um, you know, like a Tony Hawk kind of thing, right? I don't think so. I don't think Frank Dunn... I'm not Park saying it was. I'm saying it sounds like it should have been, right? You haven't played enough Tony Hawk things. <laughs> that's uh, Tony Hawk was true. had way cooler soundtracks than Link. No, I know. Like Tony Hawk, oh, yeah. like Dad Kennedy's in it, but they had Pig Destroyer on one of them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I remember one day I went from work to the record store, and so I was dressed like pretty nice because I had a job. I was wearing an Ann Taylor shirt, and I went and I bought a copy of Terrifier. <laughs> Oh, and I felt yeah. like kind of weird. Like I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, I'm a respectable career woman buying grindcore <laughs> albums." That that used to be uh, on like the big corporate CD stores uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. That was the only grindcore band you could find. Was picking. yeah, I bought I bought a CD copy of Terrifier at a fucking Fye. Hell yeah! It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? What did it come with the Jennifer Bistis everything? Uh, yeah, it came with the N- Natasha. Yeah, Natasha. That's it, Natasha. Yeah. Jennifer from Prowling Yard. Yeah, uh, but yeah, fucking. Um. Anyway, Meteora. Do you guys feel like this is bigger than Hybrid Theory or? It was not. It, it was huge. I definitely remember it being huge. Because I remember hearing "Somewhere I Belong," "Numb and Faint" more than any other Linkin Park song, but. I, I wasn't really paying attention to the cultural landscape. Nah, it, it, it was enormous. I mean, yeah. ha- half of the kids at my school had fucking Linkin Park shirts, like, after Meteora came out. I never had a Linkin Park shirt, but I did have a Linkin Park poster. <laughs> and say what you will about Linkin Park, they are a really stupid band. But, I mean, through each of their albums, they're trying something a little bit different. Yeah. They're an ambitious band. They're stupid. They don't know how to realize their ambitions, and they're horrible songwriters, and um, they don't really. It, <laughs> See, you're, you're just like reciting this litany of fucking yeah, of bad things about not to like them. and then you're going like, "What? They're awesome!" Like, they are. Just... They're really fun to listen to. Mm. They're not though. Yes, they are. <laughs> they hit the they they to the most basis of instincts in human beings and exploit. And that's wonderful. <laughs> Can we talk about Collision Course, guys? Yes, let's talk about Collision Course. Collision Course <laughs> is crazy. And I'll tell yes. you why. It's what? It's crazy. Uh-huh. Because, like, it should be amazing to me how much fucking better of an artist Jay-Z is than Linkin Park. It, it truly is. And, like, uh, that big fucking beat just just overshadows, like, any Linkin Park shit. And it's so good. And it, then, like, Linkin Park comes in, and I'm like, Jesus, I just wanted to listen to Big Pimpin'. And, <laughs> and it's like... like... It's crazy, because, like, how did Mike Shinoda, like, allow this to happen? Because it just shows how much better jay-z is than him well that's um... i don't think he would have ever argued that though. what what andrew i don't think mike shinoda would have ever argued that jay-z that is a much better rapper than him. <laughs> I mean, yes but like, it shows it like but it makes him look bad I'm sure he was just happy to be working with one of the biggest hip-hop stars in the world yeah yeah See, I, I guess, like, that's sort of my question about this, is, like, 
why did this happen? Like, why, why does this EP exist? It's, I, it's, I remember it. I remember it yeah, happening. You couldn't escape this. Uh, and, and, you know, the CD came with like a DVD where like they did live performances together oh, and shit. I can't, I must've seen the numb encore music video more than any other music video in my fucking life. Really? Oh. Yes, it would come on all the fucking uh, music video TV, TV channels all the time, several times a day. God. What's funny is, like, take a look at the cover art for this EP. Like, that is the most 2004 thing I have okay. ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, God, yeah. Like, that takes me right back, looking at that <laughs> cover art, man. God, like, yeah. Yup, that was 2004. The backwards end, <laughs> the like graffiti stencil. Right, right. Oh my god, yeah. It's like Bruce how it takes back. But yeah, this Time is travel shit. This is pretty weak. Yeah, it it, it is it, it is interesting because it is just so why on earth does this exist? Well, I mean they they are two artists even <laughs> Disregarding the issue of quality, uh, they are two temperamentally opposed artists. Like, uh. They have nothing in common, like, <laughs> in terms of, you know, what they do. Uh, I, it's And it's bringing up Big Pimpin' again. Uh, like, it's so bizarre to listen to Mike Shinoda rap on top of Big Pimpin'. Uh, it, which, it doesn't fit at all. No, no, it doesn't. Like, like it's, it's one of those things, you know, where people will like, <laughs> people will like spread around these like mashups that don't fit at all, and then they're like, oh my god, it's so amazing! This is so cool, and it's just and it just sounds like stupid because it doesn't fit. Well, you know, this was a time where the mashup was like sort of just beginning to be a major thing. You know, this is like around the time the Gray album came out. Yeah. Uh, this was a response yeah. to the Grey album, huh? pretty much. This was pretty much a response to the success of the album. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, no, it's probably true. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've talked about the big pimping track twice. The biggest problem I have with it is that they don't have the UGK verse at all. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's like, not true. You know, instead of Pimp C and Bun B, which is like, all right, I get it. It's Linkin Park and Jay-Z, but who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Right. Uh, and yeah, most of these just, they're not very interesting if you weren't alive to actually witness this. Like, who I, the fuck cares about Izzo and interested, If you're interested in the like interested in the history of popular music in the 2000s if you're interested in like if you are interested in hearing just really misguided musical phenomenons you have to hear it <laughs> oh well, well sure because culturally as an artifact this is this is undeniable it's very strange but in terms of its actual it's you know I don't I don't really ever want to hear this again. Yeah. Um, 
Are there any good songs on this? And yeah, I no. I, I kind of like the numb encore mashup actually. Uh, That's but, probably the most obvious, but that doesn't make it good. Well, it's it's sort of like you said, is that like on the tracks where you get verses from both Mike Shinoda and Jay Z, like it's just astonishing the difference between them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's like fucking crazy. Jay and and look, Jay Z is not the most consistent artist in the he world. Is not, yeah, he is, like, nowhere near the best rapper, like, of era. And yet, he's so much fucking better. But, but he, is he, much- he is a major talent, for sure. And, oh, and yeah. just, like, just put him next to Mike Shinoda, and, and I just... There's no reason these two people should be on a track together. Like, they're just <laughs> opposed in quality... In temperament and subject matter, like there's there's no reason for this to exist. <laughs> I'm baffled by it, but uh, you know that's just me. Apparently, it fucking sold a shit ton of copies. So oh yeah, oh, yeah. people wanted to believe it. Ending racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this Finally, was rock and ac- rap come together. This was the original accidental racist. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. Um, yeah, the best track is probably the last one, the uh, Nine Problems, One Step Closer. That one's funny. <laughs> it's it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. I mean, culturally, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, it's funny. Is like a uh, friend of the podcast, Harry. Uh, he put Numb slash Encore on this mix CD he made, and like. No, was just, this years ago? Yes, and and we would like, just like drive around listening to this mix CD all the time. So like Numb and Encore, I have a uh, a particular fondness for. <laughs> it it kind of takes me back a little bit. Like I, what I really love is the the beginning of it. You know, it does the it does the um yeah and and but but before Jay Z starts rapping, Mike Shinoda goes. Get him, Jay. Yes! It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing. It's the, it's the little details that make that make something like this. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Ah oh, man, what a what a bad thing. But, <laughs> but but yeah, like uh, and and like Izzo in the end, like it it just makes no sense to have no. like the in the end verses. Over like this sort of cheerful, fun beat, that, like is yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't work at all. It's same, like it's, oh, go ahead. It's it's like it's almost they didn't even listen to it. Like they like the album was such a phenomenon that they decided that they had to do this, and then like they didn't even listen to it. Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. H to the is O, we check it out. Yo, it starts with one thing. I don't know why, it doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind, I designed this rhyme to explain in due time All I know, time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock ticks life away and it's so unreal I didn't look out below, I watched the time go right out the window Trying to hold on and didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you I kept everything inside and even though I tried, it all fell apart.
apart What it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time when I tried So H to the I think it's interesting that, you know, uh, whenever he does his verse on In The End, it's slower than it is in the original song. And because of that, this makes it so much more apparent that he has absolutely no flow whatsoever. <laughs> right. Like, it, it's clunky. It's, it does sound like he's reading it off a piece of paper whenever this was their, that was, at, at the time, one of their biggest songs before. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fucking high school student in a debate <laughs> class. <laughs> Uh, I wish speaking, I could. Speaking as a high school student who took debate classes, <laughs> I really wish I could relate to that. Uh, but yeah, this this was a bad thing, and uh, yeah. let's let's forget about it. Uh, Culture, we need to move on. Speaking of bad things, uh, <laughs> Linkin Park released another album. Yeah, uh, there's solo albums. Uh, you're talking about yeah, Fort, Fort Minor. Fort Minor happened. Well, Fort Minor. Uh, Chester had his side band. What Did was he? his band? I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Wikipedia tells me it's Dead by Sunrise is uh, the name of, <laughs> of Chester Bennington's side project. What a great I don't remember band. that band. You know what? Uh, I, I think the anecdote that tells you everything you need to know about Linkin Park is that they went on tour with Sublime and <laughs> called the cops on them yes! because they were smoking weed. Yes! Oh my god, that's awesome. That's exactly the kind of people Linkin Park are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, 2007 saw the release of Minutes to Midnight. This is their U2 album. Yeah. and Based the, on the Doomsday Clock. It's kind of a Bush album, too. After like, all like the good Razor Bush Blade Suitcase album. kind of Bush album? <laughs> Not that kind of Bush album. Uh, uh, a different kind of Bush album. It was the worst per- kind of Bush album. <laughs> if that's possible. It came pretty late in the era of Bush albums. And that's true. That's true. It. Uh, that's so like indicative of Linkin Park. Just that they, <laughs> they were like, well... It's like they focus grouped it. And was like... Alright, well... People want people want Bush albums now, but they did the focus group in like 2005, but then didn't release the album until 2007. Well, and it's true, it's typical Lincoln Park fashion that it's kind of about Bush, but it's nothing very specific. Yeah, it's also really about nothing. Yeah, because it's just these general things like that one song where they talk about the levees breaking and everything, but they're not really talking about Hurricane Katrina. So it's like, what the hell are you guys trying to say? I think they're just making a Led Zeppelin reference. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, this album fucking blows. It's really bad. If yeah, you like this album, go fucking jump off a bridge. Well... <laughs> I don't, I don't think oh. it needs to come to that. Right. Well, at least throw the album off a fucking bridge. All right, okay. that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, no one likes this album, uh, no. as far as I can tell. Just my wife. I remember, um, like even Lincoln Park fans were distinctly unhappy with this record. Uh, yeah, there wasn't enough shitty rapping on it. <laughs> yeah. Where's yeah. Mike Shinoda? They all yelled. Well, he's there. He's just singing now. <laughs> 
Yeah, he only raps on a couple of songs. Yeah. What what reason does he have for existing? None. Well, he writes mo- he writes a lot of the songs. No, it's not enough for me. Oh, I mean, oh, we, oh, we meant, see the results of that. I, I thought you meant in the band, not as what reason does he have to... What is his right to being alive? What yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. What has he contributed to humanity that validates his continuing to being alive? I guess just, like, kind of apathetically whispering, caught in the undertow, just caught in the undertow. Or he watches everything. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this has got 12 songs on it, and it's amazing because none of them are good. <laughs> yeah, I You're can't right, actually. Literally none one. of them are good. Yeah. Like, uh, there's What I've Done, which is funny, but... What I've Done is pretty funny. But, you know, it's not funny in the way that the songs that were funny on the first two albums are funny where you can listen to it over and over again it's like i don't want to have to sit through this again it's got hands held high which uh i believe mark prindle described it as bypassing lincoln typical lincoln park cheesiness and elevating it to the level of something like country song written for victims of 9-11 posted on myspace level cheesy which is pretty accurate yeah uh, there's also the song about being alone on Valentine's Day. Thank God for that song. <laughs> that song is so stupid. It's one of those things where, again, it's like they're singing about something, but I do not get the feeling that they have experienced it. I'm sure all of these guys are always alone on Valentine's Day. Well, A, like, who fucking cares? Like, honestly. Uh, and B, like... I like they seem like they were grown in some sort of laboratory to be a new metal band, and so when they try to convey some sort of emotion, they can't do it because I don't think that they felt that emotion. Well, Chester had a pretty rough upbringing, so he might have felt that's well, no, but he's also emotional. That's the backstory that has been created for him by the scientists (laughs) that invented him. Um, Given Up is pretty funny. Like, I laugh every time I hear that. I've given up! Oh, I love that. And he says the F-oid. Yes, this, this is the first uh, F-bomb. Yeah, this is where they stop being a Christian band. Yeah. This is, this is where they stop being polite and start being real. <laughs> yeah, this is real. This is for everybody who's woke. This is their album. In fact, the first song shouldn't be called Wake. It should be called... It should be called- <laughs> <laughs> No way. 
Um, but yeah, give giving up is kind of funny. Uh, the little things you give away is kind of it, this album. They're reaching so hard to try to say something so striking and relevant, but it's Lincoln Park, so they never really say anything. <laughs> right. So doesn't it's, the little things give you away just as a title? Doesn't that seem like that would be like an Angels of Light song, like not a Swan song, but a Swan side project song? <laughs> it's like um. It's it's like an Elliot Smith title or something. Uh, that's that, yeah. that's what it reminds me of. About as um, good as an Elliot Smith song. <laughs> no, come on, dude. You Even it. you have to admit that at least Elliot Smith had a feeling in his life. Well, clearly these guys have a feeling. <laughs> they have one feeling. They have one feeling, and that's all they've ever felt. Yep. But yeah, uh, it's their longest album so far at forty three minutes. Yeah, which, that's no good. I, I, I kind of got to appreciate the fact that Linkin Park, they they don't really make long records. I mean, at least there's that. You don't that's, sit to a... That is, house. like, probably their, like, saving grace. Is that at least <laughs> their greatest strength as a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they didn't make more music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. Not a lot of rapping, not a lot of hip hop influence, not a lot of sick DJ scratching. None of yeah, that. That's just, true. Where did the sick DJ Mr. scratching Han? go? Where's Mr. Han? <clears throat> well, they kicked him out of the band, I guess. You're trying to no, give me Linkin Park and not throw a little in there? He's credited with tables and sampling, so I don't know. Like He must have been asleep at the fucking controls. Yes. He was in, he was indefinitely uh, detained by the Bush administration, and this album is a response to that. Oh, God. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> he's there in spirit, he's like hanging Steve out at Gitmo as just, we speak. He's, he's still there, cleared for release, just hasn't been able. They haven't found a country to send him to yet. Now his his bandmates like didn't they forgot to pick him up? <laughs> <laughs> his bandmates. <laughs> They, they played a benefit show at Gitmo, and they like accidentally <laughs> left him there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this For album. Is, this album's a misstep. It's not very good. Well, I mean, it's it's not so much a misstep as the first step down a terrible path that Lincoln Park <laughs> would soon be embarking on. Uh. uh <sighs> I mean, this does have the theme song for the first Transformers movie. So yes, they, they really hitched their wagon to the, the star of Transformers. Because oh, yeah. they composed the uh, soundtrack to like the second Transformers movie. Really? <laughs> yeah, they did the score so to Transformers They, they did 2. the score? <laughs> they did the score to the second Transformers album. So like... They're, they're basically Johnny Greenwood now? Except better. Yeah. Well, or... Nah, or and have better taste in film. They, they Or no, uh, some other guy, like, did the score, but they were, like, involved in it. Oh. And, so, and they, they, so they didn't even really do it. They just assisted. Yeah, and then they, like, wrote music for the movie. Do you guys actually see those movies? I no. saw the second one, and I like when I saw it, I felt like I was never going to be free. 
Because, yeah, I mean, I hear they're terrible, but... And they're all, like, three hours long. Yeah, they're (laughs) so long. It's like, they're like fucking Bella Tarr movies. They're so long. No, they're like those shitty Paul Thomas Anderson movies you guys love so much. It's fucking three hours long, and there's nothing in it. No, but the thing about the thing about Paul Thomas Anderson's three hours is not everybody else's three hours. Like those movies roll along. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, most people. I know that you're not most people, Andrew, and you. I don't. Andrew know. doesn't understand cinema. He has proved this time and time again. He hates films. Yeah, which I mean, is fine. The best uh, movie by uh, Paul Anderson was the Mortal Kombat movie. So I mean, fuck what about it. the Resident Evil movies? Uh, I don't think I've seen any of those. With uh, Mila Jovovich. No, I remember seeing press on those, like the first one being like the only good video game movie, but those are the same people who hate the Super Mario Brothers movie, so fuck them. The greatest movie of all time. <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the best movies ever. The thing is, like, the Super Mario Brothers movie is so crazy, because, like, why... <laughs> why why is that the direction that they went with it? I know. They took like, like the happy colorful Super Mario Brothers uh franchise and took it down like weird. I remember being very confused by the Super Mario Brothers movie when it came out. I remember being really excited for it because I loved Mario right. and just being like, what? The I, did, I did think that Bob Hoskins was an excellent casting choice. As was Dennis Hopper. That's that's the key Dennis Hopper performance for me. Is <laughs> is a uh, fucking Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. fuck Blue Velvet. Fuck yeah, Blue fuck, Velvet. Fuck, like it's, Easy Rider. It's all about it's all about Dennis Hopper pointing at a chimpanzee and saying "monkey" after he just uh, devolution that guy. That's a brilliant scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about a fucking alternate dimension where humans evolved from dinosaurs. Like, I want to be very clear that that is where they went with it. If only Linkin Park had gone with that direction with this record. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it would have been good. Instead, been they made A Thousand Sons. Yes, this album, I say, has the edge because it's a lot funnier. <laughs> this is a much more explicitly political record. And again, it's like you got. I, I give Lincoln Park credit. I mean, they're not trying to cash in on trends or anything. They, they they're making music that they want to make. They're stupid, dude. They're I'll say this: I listened to this album the morning after Trump got elected. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it fit the mood. Like <laughs> just like like you can't even believe. Yeah, I listened to it, like, that night to kind of take a break from, like, watching all the shit go down. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I still have I still have a couple of Linkin Park albums to listen to, so I'll listen to them. And I was just like, ah, oh, shit. So, yeah. This is a concept album with almost no guitars in it. Yeah. Uh, it samples speeches from Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Savio. And uh, Oppenheimer. Which... Yeah, the guy that did the uh, atomic bomb. Yeah, this this album takes itself very serious. It's so serious. Yeah. And it's 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 one of those it's one of those things where I have to say, like, we're recording this later than we wanted to. We're recording this on Friday, and so Leonard Cohen died uh, last night. And I was 
really thinking about that, and I was really thinking about the fact that like Leonard Cohen started his musical career in his 30s, and that's really inspiring to me because I've always like been too shy and like afraid to pursue like things I want to do musically. Right. And thinking about Leonard Cohen, like you know, doing it after he'd already been a writer and everything, I'm like, you know, yeah, I could still do it. And then I listened to this album, and I'm like. What if I'm this stupid and I don't know it and nobody's going <laughs> to tell me? Like, this is what keeps me from pursuing my dreams. Well, see, I, I this kind of album gives me hope because even if I am that stupid, I mean, Linkin Park are, and look, they're a successful group. They've got tons of money and they're getting blowjobs and bong hits all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, they're getting I mean. paid blowjobs and bong hits. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, if these idiots can have the success they've had, why can't I? I have a question. I have a question. What if they're not? I I brought up the idea that they're created in a laboratory, but like, what if they're not even real? What if it's like that that Al Pacino movie, Simone? Well, Do you guys remember that movie? I remember. No. I yeah. Don't, what I, what if it's like that movie, Simone, where they're like all like. Like a computer simulation created by Al Pacino. <laughs> well, didn't Lincoln Park after this album came out? Weren't they talking about turning into like a venture capital firm or something? I think I do remember oh that. Oh my god, actually. that's right. Yeah, like they wanted to start just like investing in shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they had that video game. <laughs> Rebellion. They have a Lincoln Park video game <laughs> called Eight Bit Rebellion. Oh, fuck yeah, Rebellion. So stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... But for being a band created in a laboratory, I mean, like I said, trying to make like a Kid A here or something. They are very much... This is very much trying to be their Kid A. You know what? I think you're right. I think they are trying to be... <laughs> I think this they're trying like to do a Kid A on this. Supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, this is like absolutely supposed to be their version of kid a mm. and uh i mean it's i don't think this is unlistenable because as we said it's very funny so yeah, like, I, I i really is... gotta give them credit for this album like hell yeah keep doing this stupid thing that you're doing well like i said it, it fit the vibe of the the post-election hangover <clears throat> because oh, yeah. it, it is this like sort of gloomy atmospheric like it does kind of sound like post-apocalyptic kind of yeah. Um, but don't don't let that description fool you into thinking that it's good. No, no, <laughs> no. Let me let me clear that up uh, right now. It is not good. Uh, but nonetheless, that is the vibe it carries. Uh, uh, so so it was just really uh, sticking it to me when I listened to it <laughs> the day after. Uh, uh, I dude, I'll I'll say like in in 2010 when this came out. Uh, you know, me and Paige were just like hanging out and i read and like oh lincoln park has a new single uh the catalyst Ooh. and uh <coughs> we were just the only like, song with guitars <laughs> we were just like what does lincoln park sound like in 2010 and holy shit man we just <laughs> like burst out laughing as soon as this song started <laughs>
I like how the, the cover of the single, like, looks like a, a Bauhaus album cover. <laughs> Just like, kind of, like that, the, the cover of the single is a cool design. Like, I would wear that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Probably designed by Mike Shinoda. He designs all or, the uh, covers. Uh, their DJ. He designs uh, a lot of their visual stuff. Uh, I refuse to accept that Mike Shinoda did something cool. <laughs> That's um, impossible. I think this has one of their best songs on it. What's that? Like, when, legitimately? Yeah, I think When They Come For Me is one of their best songs. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that is that right? That song rules. I guess. It's got that cool vocalization in the chorus, and it's just all drums and shit. Hell yeah. Song rules. Uh, I think The Messenger is hilarious. I don't know who the fuck thought that Chester's vocal performance over that guitar was a good idea, but I'm glad they didn't, I'm glad they didn't stop him, because that's, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> uh, they have another hip-hop song on this one, which they were sorely missing. In the last album, true. Wretches and Kings, which is uh, inspired by Public Enemy, and has none of the good things about Public Enemy. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the thing about Public Enemy is that they are a great band, and a lot of people, I think, like take exactly the wrong ideas from Public Enemy. Uh, Robot Boy has a nice chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I mean, but you know, this is I. Th- this is a step up. Nah, it's trash. This is a step up from minutes <laughs> to minutes. I just, I just can't imagine anybody like being excited about Lincoln Park in this era. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody would. I mean, you could say that about a lot of groups who are still recording, though. I mean, that's true, but, like, but again, like, Linkin Park was so of a specific time, and, like, it, it's, it, and they're, they're not good, well, like, no, they're- to be clear, they're not good at new metal either, but, <laughs> like, they, they don't have the ability to evolve past it. Uh, I, I suppose, but, I mean, I give them credit for trying. Yeah, I mean, I should, I should, like, I should not be mean about it because, like, they're out there fucking doing it. Yeah, and they're still trying to make, they're still trying to be interesting and make new stuff. I appreciate that. They're bad songwriters, but I yeah. mean, you know, they're trying. But that again, like, that like upsets me that like this is this these people that have these ambitions that they're really trying to realize, but they're they're all incredibly dumb, That's and not- so it's like it's America. I know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid that I am also this stupid and nobody is telling me. I mean, you you might be. All three of us might be. True. Our, this this podcast might be the A Thousand Sons of podcasts. I'm, yeah. I'm positive <laughs> that it is. It, it, it almost assuredly is. So, um, I mean, I'm just saying, who are we to rag on Linkin Park? Uh, yeah. But, you know, sometimes the fact that I was never a member of Linkin Park is all that keeps me going, man. I feel you. I feel you. So should we talk about living things? We are living things. That's That's true. 
For now. Yeah, for now. Trump's America. And Trump's America. <laughs> I don't uh, think this song's that bad. Doesn't just saying that, like, uh, chill down the spine. Anyway, yeah. Uh, no, nah, it is. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, it, it's, it, it's bad. It is, dude. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not unlistenable. Well, yeah, uh, look, well, unlistenable is a pretty high bar to to reach. Yeah, like there's well, not a lot of there's things. There's nothing memorable about it eh. at all. I mean, I, I can understand that, but uh, you know, it's got it's got some nice choruses here and there. It, 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 it's all right. It's not that's, essential. That's all it takes for you. And you're so yeah. merciful, Andrew. Yeah, like why? Are you, because. You you are a guy. Listen, listen. Everybody needs to know. Like, we would love to have Andrew be a full time member of the our podcast. Could be your life, like stable of hosts. But Andrew could not. Like, don't believe for a second that Andrew could like survive fucking listening to like pavement. Every no, I could because he hates. So much because he, he, his ideas about music are so specific, which is good. And I love that about him. But like, it's it's maddening to think of like the things that he hates. And yet he's so merciful about Linkin Park. Andrew only likes music that is like actively annoying. Like that's that's <laughs> that's his aesthetic. So. I love that. <laughs> so it makes perfect sense that I like Linkin Park. Right. <laughs> See, Jeff and, gets it. There, there, the are, <laughs> there are people who think that my taste in music is just some random grag bag or stuff. But Jeff has always said that if you look at all, if you look at all the stuff that I like, there's a common thread. It makes he perfect sense. It. Absolutely. I believe Andrew very much has a a coherent uh, taste. That's right. There's there's method to my madness. Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah, I believe that, and I I believe that Andrew is is an unsung genius, just in general. Like I don't even know if you've found your medium, but I, I'm not saying that in an insulting way. I'm just saying that as your person needs to do some growing and some discovery, uh, like we all do. Right. But yeah, like I think that y- you have ideas about art and stuff that are so specific to you. That like you need you need to be creating. You guys are making me blush here. Yeah, we're gonna turn this into the like everybody says nice things about Andrew Puck. and like falls all over themselves to praise Andrew. I- I'm a okay with this. Um, I got nothing good to say. So let's get <laughs> let's get Harry on the horn. <laughs> Harry Why isn't Harry on the show more? because uh, he's you know he's got shit to do. Fucking guy. I mean, yeah. no, no offense to you, who <laughs> apparently has all the free time in the world, but uh, I'll, I'll my day is off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- I, this is just—it's harmless, stupid pop music to me, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's a lot easier but, to but play. But it's not through. good though, like, and it's, it's not memorable. Like yeah, it's not, it's even not memorable, memorable in a bad way. It just sounds like nothing. Eh, I mean, and and and, and I get that. And I'm not saying that I'm going to return to this, but, you know, it's it's not bad for what it is. And pop music is supposed to be disposable in one ear, out the other. I guess. So, I mean, it's, you know. The one thing I will say about this that I do think is kind of funny is, like, the obvious uh, dubstep 
influence? Eh, I don't really think, like, there, there's a couple broken beats in parts, but it's not really dubstep. But, I, like, it does, I'm not saying that they made a dubstep album. Right, right, I, 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 know, like, I know that you're they're not They're trying saying. to connect to the kids. Right, right. And so it's like, they're trying to, like, be like, oh, kids like uh, Skrillex in uh, 2012, so let's, like, you know, put some put some shit in there that'll remind the kids of Skrillex. <laughs> uh, now, it, it seems like a combination of, a pretty solid combination of their minutes to midnight kind of sound and their what they were trying to do on A Thousand Suns and kind of coherently mixes them together. But neither of those things were good. So no. like, and, and, and I can see that, but what they're doing here, it's pretty easy to see what they're doing here and it's it's not that bad for what it is. Do you know what I think is really funny? What? Uh, if you look on like Lincoln Park's Wikipedia page, they have a list of their tours. <laughs> and you, you know what one of their tours was called? What? The 11th Annual Honda Civic Tour. <laughs> <laughs> the 11th Annual? <laughs> that's what, kind of, that's, what ba- this, that's what this band is. Yeah. <laughs> Who headlined the 10th, the 9th, the 8th annual Honda Okay, well... Um, Lincoln Park is the Transformers movie and the Honda Civic. Uh, the like, Honda it's... Civic Tour is an annual concept tour sponsored by America Honda Motor Company Incorporated. Fuck and yeah. since 2001, each year's headlining band customizes a Honda Civic that is given away to a fan. <laughs> Uh, here are some samples of what the uh, the first Honda Civic Tour headliner for the first half was Blink-182. Fuck and for it. the second half, the uh, headliner was Everclear. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and you've also had, you had a dashboard confessional. Of course. A Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Fallout Boy. Uh, Paramore. Blink-182 again, that was oh. the, um, that was the 10th annual. Those people Blink-182. had to hear Fuck a Dog twice. <laughs> I doubt they played Fuck a Dog. <laughs> but they had to play, uh, they, it was Blink-182 and My Chemical Romance. Oh. And, uh, actually, interesting supporting act, uh, actually against me were supporters. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like I don't play, I don't blame against me because like you got to do what you got to do. But uh, I'll blame against me all day. I fucking love ragging on against me. I love against me with all my heart, but I love ragging on them for what what they've done since uh, like two thousand seven. Sure. <laughs> Shit. They've written some very good songs though. Oh oh yeah, like uh, like transgender blues <clears throat> is a really good album. Caroline, I don't think you will ever meet somebody who loves Against Me more than me, alright? That's almost certainly true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ragging on Against Me as a bad band. I'm just ragging on them for being on the Honda Civic Tour. (laughs) The 2016 Honda Civic Tour was um, headliner Demi Lovato and Nick Jonas and the supporting were Mike Posner and I don't know who that is and a band called Cord Overstreet. Or no, it's not a band, it's a guy. Cord Overstreet. Overstreet. That's a that's a guy's name. That's a cyberpunk name, man. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he's from the movie Hackers. <laughs> Cord like Overstreet. Acid, yeah, Acid Burn and Cord Overstreet. Zero and cool. Zero cool. 
Yeah, they're all there. But that's his, and that's his given name. That's the name that he was given by his family. That guy's got What's some cool fucking parents, let me tell you. <laughs> You're probably just hippie. What's our kid's name? I don't know. Cord. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to name your kid? He, like, looks around the room. Uh, Cord? Cord. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, sees a cord on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, he, like, he, like, has a guitar, like, in the corner of the room. It's like, oh, chord. Why does he have a guitar in the corner of the room? Is that a well, fucking hospital? <laughs> no, I meant maybe while, like, not, like, maybe while they were thinking about naming uh, their child. I don't know. Also, I'm sure some stupid fucking hospitals have guitars, so, like, the dad <laughs> like, love the one you're with while the mom is going through fucking labor pains god that person doesn't deserve to be a dad yeah because if you can't be with the one you love then love the one you're with clap clap and then the baby's born it's horrible (laughs) guys i we need to go to the 2017 honda civic tour well that will depend on where it comes yeah I'm sure that I'm sure that Civic drives all around. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they they all uh, they also like they all have to drive to each tour stop in a Honda Civic. One Honda Civic. Everybody crams into one. Yeah, everybody's in one Honda Civic. <laughs> cord <laughs> over, cord over, whatever the fuck his name is. Blink one eight two. They're all in uh, Civic. My boy guys, Cord Overstreet killed it. Uh, the Hunting Party, which was the uh, album that was released two years ago uh, by Linkin Park. Do you know that Paige Hamilton was on it? Wow. Who's Paige? Paige Hamilton from Helmet. Um, that doesn't surprise me. Well, no, Hel- know, Helmet, like, Helmet were the founding fathers of new metal. So, uh, that's right. Yeah, it's just kind of funny because like Helmet is a really good band that I really like. And they're an interesting band. Well, I mean, Method Man did appear on a Limp Biscuit album. Yeah, that's true. But like Limp Biscuit, for all for all of Limp Biscuit's fault, they are an interesting band. Well, they are. But on Reanimation, the remix album for uh, Hybrid Theory, didn't they have some rappers on there too that had you know legitimate careers? Oh, probably. Do you guys remember when Reanimation came out? And didn't it feel like wasn't it like a huge flop? I don't, I don't know if it was a huge flop. I just remember nobody liking it. Mm, there's a lot of people who say that it's better than a uh, um hybrid theory. Yeah, I don't know where I got that idea, but like I remember when it came out, I was like, oh yeah, nobody liked. I felt like nobody liked it. Oh, on Reanimation, Jonathan Davis is on the remix of One Step Closer. Yeah, uh, respect, respected artist Jonathan Davis. And uh, one of the guys from Freestyle Fellowship is on it. He's on the remix of With You. That'll do it. Yeah. And uh, Favreau Monk or whatever his name is, he's on mm-hmm. it too. Well, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, Linkin Park, not a good band. Not a good band. Uh, next week will be better. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> uh, I hope so. Have Have you listened to much of this band in question? Uh, which one are we doing? Slipknot. Uh, well, if you want to spoil it for everyone. Uh, yeah. But yes. <laughs> uh, I've listened to enough to know that they're way more fun. <laughs> All right, fair enough. 
so so yeah we're we're doing slipknot next week uh enjoy i suppose yeah (laughs) (laughs) slipknot is a ridiculous band uh but uh until then this has been our podcast could be your life yep take it easy goodbye later Thank you, thank Woo! you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah Can't none of y'all mirror me back Yeah, hear me rap, it's like hand G rapping his prime I'm young H.O., raps grateful dead Back to take over the globe, now break bread I'm in Boeing Jets, Global Express Out the country, but the blueberries still connect On the low, but the yacht got a triple deck But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep Grand opening, grand closing Goddamn your manhole, crack the can open again Who you gonna find open a hand with no pen? Just draw inspiration Who you gonna see you can't replace him With cheap imitations of these generations Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys One last time I need y'all to How will they pay you? When you first come in the game, they try to play you. Then you drive a couple of hits, look how they wait.